Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Hello and welcome back to episode number nine of the Kingdom Says Podcast. I am your host as always, Garrett Williams, at Garrett720 on Twitter. Joining me, my co-host, Kyle Henning, at KThen16. Kyle, how are you doing today? Good again, sir. Good again, because we're still going to the Super Bowl. So. Yep, nothing to, nothing to hate from us. You won't hear any complaints. Uh, we're going to do a quick little episode for you guys today, just kind of cover some cover some other outside storylines of the game we're not going to get into a real full game breakdown yet we'll save that for next week but we're just going to talk about just some of the the little prop bets and other kind of things that we just you know find interesting about the game what do you think yeah i mean this this should be just a kind of fun episode to go over a lot of the stuff that we would probably normally talk about when a traditional super bowl week was happening yeah um but next week is going to be anything but a traditional super bowl week it's going to be much more like a regular game week which chiefs are eight no on the road this year so it's not a bad thing um so it, there, it'll be different from the media and fan and all that interaction. And it'll definitely be different than last year's Super Bowl or any Super Bowl before it. But it should be pretty familiar for these guys. Yeah, there's no radio row this year or anything like that. And the teams aren't even traveling down to Tampa. Well, until... there's, I think they're still doing radio row. I just don't think there'll be any. The teams won't be there. Right. So, yeah, I'm not sure about. I'm not sure. I guess I'm not sure what they're doing well, about Radio Row. I, I know that I, I know that some of the stations, like eight ten, has some guys going down, and I think some other places have some reporters and stuff. Obviously, the reporters are going down, but like there's some there's some station radio stations and stuff going down there. So I think they're still doing some sort of hybrid Radio Row, even though it definitely will not be like Radio Rows in the past. Yeah, that's those Players will be on lockdown. Yeah, because there's not going to be who's going to be there, you know? Usually, typically, you'll see, and you'll see, usually in radio rows, you won't even see guys on, you know, the teams. You'll just see other guys from yeah. all over the league just kind of chilling around. Well, and that's something that I found interesting because if those if the other guys from around the league go down there, that means they're anticipating on playing, being or at least able to see the game. Yeah. So that's an interesting concept, um, something to look, look at and monitor, uh, I guess. You could say that's the opening of the things I find interesting about how this Super Bowl week's going to go. Yeah, that um, will be definitely something, some interesting to uh, to consider there. But the teams aren't flying down to Tampa yet. Like I like I mentioned, they're they're well, I guess Tampa Bay is already down in Tampa. One's but, there. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs are just staying in KC for these two weeks, and they're flying down. I think the day before the Super Bowl. Uh, or yeah, maybe like two days regular, before. Re- regular road schedule. Yeah, so this is literally just like a, a regular road game pretty much. It's just going to be for the Super Bowl title, which is kind of wild. Uh, but kind of going, I guess we'll start with some prop bets that we're uh, kind of interested in. Um, you know, obviously it's Super Bowl, greatest game, 
uh, of the season, but one of the biggest games for prop bets and just all kinds of all kinds of little fun things that people like to do on the side and all little bets and parlays and it's interesting. It's an interesting one for sure. What kind of uh what kind of prop bets did you like going into this game? Well, there's obviously some very um this Super Bowl and probably never again specific um, yeah. prop bets. There's gonna that be a lot of very be on here. Ones. There's some there's some pandemic related prop bets. Like uh, I see one here. There's a which word is said first, COVID or pandemic? Yeah. Uh, there's another one where mask or coronavirus is the which one is said first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got some different ones there. Obviously the perennial all-time favorite for everyone pretty much that got prop bets kind of started or at least for me it did the interest in it coin toss yep um i mean it the prop bets are fun in this game because most of the prop bets have little to nothing to do with the actual game yeah exactly so you can kind of like it's it's really just rolling the dice on on what what's gonna hit and what's not gonna hit. player props are super interesting to me in this game yeah um because those are more yardage for the player, so or touchdowns or different things that happen throughout a game. Does a player have them? I'm sure you'll see like sack numbers for certain defensive players or picks or yeah. um, do. I think Garrett had a couple. What were the two you told me about? I hadn't I hadn't seen either one of those yet. Uh, there's there's a couple ones that there there's uh, like um, big man touchdowns. That's one for for an offense or defensive lineman to score one to score a touchdown. Um, I think the interception for Tom Brady is like two for over under on how many interceptions he'll throw. But there's also like things like uh, longest touchdown scored, longest field field goal scored, which might be hitting overs on both of those. I see for this longest field goal is over 46 and a half yards, which, you know, Uh, Harrison Butker can crush if need be. He's automatic from, yeah, from 50, 50, 50 to 60 Ow. pretty much. So, <laughs> And then longest I mean, touchdown score is 44 and a half, which I mean, uh, that yeah, one, that I, one seems I, very I inevitable like, to be broken. I feel like that's an over. Yeah, 44 and a half yards. I can see that happen a couple times. Um, there, did you tell me that there's a, a number of passes or number of players to throw a pass in this oh, game? Oh, yeah, that is that is another one. Uh, over under two and a half players to throw a pass, which is... Give me the over, kids. Yeah, um, you might see a trick play come out with a receiver throwing the ball or... Give, give me the over on that. Maybe a uh, fake Arian, punt. Arians and Andy Reid, there will be a fake punt pass, like Garrett said, or like more likely a receiver on a reverse throwing a pass now yeah. um the chiefs have had less than stellar success with their non yeah, it hasn't been the, it hasn't been the football, best but andy reeds has shown multiple times multiple different ways with multiple different people that he's not afraid to have those kind of plays drawn up and in the playbook and bruce arians is very aggressive and likes to do crazy things and they're going to pull out all the stops because that's what this game's about so I, I fully expect to have somebody besides Mahomes and Brady throw a pass in this game. So if it's at two and a half, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and take. I'm taking that one for yeah. sure on the over. Uh, and there's also obviously there's a couple of classic ones like the Gatorade shower is obviously one that people like to guess the color of the Gatorade that gets dumped uh, on the yes, winning coach, yes, which yes. I uh, who even knows. I think it was orange last year. I believe it was orange last year for Andy. Yep. Uh, so. I'd probably bet, like, you know, maybe blue. Probably be a blue uh, one. I don't know. I think the boys may still be doing the same thing they did last year. I think it may be another 
when they said run it back, I think they legitimately meant run it run it back, run back. everything back. They are going to be wearing red jerseys. That was announced yesterday or today, maybe. Yes, uh, we we have our jersey tops because oh, it was also I heard reported. Um, I think it was Good Morning Football yesterday that the Patriots did at or not Patriots. God, it's Brady's <laughs> fault. The Buccaneers asked if they could wear their creamsicles, and the NFL said no, which is really funny. Oh, yeah, I did see some way. speculation about that, but there's no chance that was ever going to happen. You know, That's NFL really no wow. fun league. I know, and it's so dumb because that you want to talk about an all time uniform matchup? Yeah, that really is a great uniform. The creamsicles with, against the Chiefs in their white and red, white with red pants? Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted that, though, because that means the Bucks would have 1,000% won that matchup then. At least we have a chance in their, in their white and pewter. Yeah, I'm not. The jerseys, uh, the jerseys are fun to me optically, but that has zero concern to me on the game. I know our, our, the guy, Mister Man, Mister Mister Statsman over at Eight Ten, Curtis Seabolt, had a bunch of uniform stuff. Which the uniform stuff is cool. That's just I don't think it has any outcome on the game necessarily. Yeah, it's just they're kind of running with the theme of Patrick Mahomes is always always worn red in Super Bowl wins, and I guess Brady is pretty known for winning in white, so. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. How that's many what, has he won in white? That's what they were. That's what they were. They were saying. I think he's won at least three or four. That's crazy. Yeah. I know the Bills wore the same color, the same darks three times uh, in a row in the AFC when they when they got there all those three years in a row. Four. Yeah. For four years in a row, and but they only, I think they only wore blue three times in a row, and I think it was the first three. Hmm. They tried and switching up the last time, and it just that did didn't go so hot, and that still didn't work. So, yeah. Um, but no, those are the prop bets to me in this game, and like usually the ones that I think you're gonna not see this year, partially because there's so many companies that have opted out of doing commercials, yeah. is a lot of the commercial prop bets, man. Because I remember back in the day there was commercial prop bets for like Budweiser commercials on what which characters it was gonna be, right. Or, how many different versions or whatnot, but there's several companies like I heard Coke and Pepsi are out. I think somebody else is too. That's big, massive like that. It's a beverage company. It might've been, Bud. I, I don't, I don't think it was Bud Light, but Pepsi has the halftime show. So they're still advertising, but they're not doing the commercials. Uh, it's gonna, It's a weird year. Yeah. It sucks. Like that's the, that's one of the favorite people's favorite part of the Super Bowl is getting to watch all the commercials. So it's going to be unfortunate. I'm, I'm sure there'll still be companies that, you know, really go yeah. above and beyond and put out some good ones. But, I mean, last year's Super Bowl commercial, I think, were pretty good. But a uh, couple years prior, I mean, past couple years, they've not been the greatest. So yeah, it's not like, the other thing. not like we're Hopefully really missing out on too much. Year, since they've had some time to think and plan. Yeah, you know, it should have been. A few few months. Yeah, but also and it is probably... Budweiser, by the way, that also said they weren't going to be doing commercials. It was Budweiser, Coca-Cola, and Pepsi. Those are big. Those are three of the largest advertisers out there now you can if there's a prop bet on the number of state farm commercials take the yeah, over take the over on that one for sure i wonder <laughs> if there's one to just the amount of commercials featuring patrick Mahomes because between that and the also Oakley commercials the and and maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll throw a hunts hunts ketchup in there who knows <laughs> uh that and then oh i don't know the jet company and then the yeah. he's coors light Oh yeah, is his other one, and he's got a Rolex, if I'm not mistaken. Now, due to the Rolex, Rolex, Rolex. Also, (laughs) I think if I saw the 
one of the linemen's Instagrams correctly, Christmas gifts were customized. Uh, I believe that was uh, KO. Like KO. Yeah. Yeah. Which which you know, he wasn't even well, he wasn't even playing at that point. Like he was yeah. on IR. And well, there's going. a lot of so that, there's been a lot of speculation you. about KO the past the past week of a couple uh, practice photos getting out where I believe it was a Prince Tega who was wearing number seventy, and people thought that was KO. Was, and yeah, then, the IE, that would have been... And then they ended up releasing Prince, and then everyone thought, oh, they're freeing up KO's number for him to come back. And there's been a lot oh. of speculation that KO might come back for the and Super then Bowl. They, and then they cut KO and future contracted KO. Which you mean Prince Tega? Prince Tega, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, God, KO. They oh, also, KO. I do need to make a correction from last week. <laughs> I said Ricky Seals-Jones was the guy that got killed on that onside kick. He's not even on the freaking roster, and my eyes are terrible, apparently. That was 23, not 83. That was absolutely Armani Watts that got dropped on his head. On oh, that, yeah. On that I, I didn't even realize that that's what you were referring to there. Yeah, that was Armani yeah, Watts. Yeah, and it wasn't Armani's fault, and it really yeah. sucks for him to end up getting concussed out of it, but... Eh. It's Dave Toe's fault. You shouldn't have put him back there in the first eh. place. Armani Watts should absolutely be on your hands team. There's no reason for him not to be. Uh, you you have you have uh, receivers, running backs, and DBs. That is who's on your hands team. Well, yeah, but the thing is that it should go receivers, running backs, and then DBs. So you had to, in that you instance, have your fair squad out there. You go back and watch. Yeah, that but the way they had it, the way they had it set up there is that they're only having one guy going for the ball, and everyone else is blocking for it. He had so they it had in all, his hands. Well, yeah, that's the, the only thing. He shouldn't it be came the guy. Out of his hands well, the, is because he got. Hit in the back yeah, of well, his knee while in midair and landed on his who head. had the ball come in his hands. I don't care. Which if that's Miko Hardman who gets that, he probably holds on to it when he gets taken out by the legs. That's are you really saying Miko? Are you saying Miko wouldn't do that? Are you that's saying Miko really would fumble the ball? Anybody right there in that know. spot to get hit like that? Yeah, well, and also, and also they end up getting it. a concussion out of it. Well, yeah, that is the unfortunate part, but so yeah, maybe don't jump off the ball. Maybe just stay on your feet. If you don't jump up for the ball there, you have the guy that's then able to go up with you and take it from you. Well, see, that's so back, that you're, that's you're, back to the first a... point where all the receivers are blocking except for the one guy. It's like maybe have at least one more guy going for the football. You have limited numbers of people to have on both sides now because of the NFL's dumb rule about having to have five on five or have equal numbers on each side of the kicker. And so you have to change completely how you do onside kick defense now. It's not like it was because they can go either direction now with having literally the same number of guys on either side of the line. So that changes that aspect of it some. Like I said, that's just an unlucky, unlucky good play Dave to end up getting here. concussed. I'll put it you're on insane. record. Get Dave Tobe out of here. You're insane, and I will put that on record. You're insane. He's been doing it for 20 years. He's one of the best in the NFL, and he's also the associate head coach. So he's not going any freaking way. You always say associate. <laughs> Whatever. It's the same thing. I'm just saying. No, I think Dave Tobe can definitely get out of town. That's just you me. would regret it instantly nah. because you're not going to get anybody better than him to replace him at what he does. It's fine. Period. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to uh, what are other storylines you are you looking forward uh, to this game? This, the I'm I'm really I'm very much serene here. I'm tired of hearing about how supposedly dominant the Buccaneers front four is. Uh, Vita Vea is fine. Um, he's he's been he's really good. Um, and Dominic and Sue is not in Dominic and Sue from seven years ago or whatever it was when he came in and was just destroying people. Yeah, but he's still in Dominic and Sue from like three years ago. He's still, 
Yeah. He's still a he's, forward. He's, he's a solid above average D tackle. He's not yeah. insane. He's not break the world. Um, Shaq Barrett, we're familiar with Shaq Barrett. You're familiar with him before. It's not mm. anything new. And JPP, there's 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 limitations there. He's not the same guy he was. He's still good, but he's not the same guy he was. So there's a lot of names on that defensive line. I'm curious to see if they're just names or if we're if they're actually still the players their names say they are. Well, that's kind you know of the I mean? storyline from from last year's Super Bowl. How we were going up against that dreaded big mighty defensive line which did give us some problems but mm-hmm. i don't know i think it's supposed Buc- to they had seven first rounders on it and yeah. not first rounders from a decade ago first rounders from like the last three seasons yeah but in my opinion i think the bucks d line is actually something to be feared uh shaq barrett's having i mean shaq barrett you can say we've seen him before but he's a much much better player than what we saw in 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 denver um and then vita vea is playing really he well has, he doesn't get as much attention because in Denver, it was him and one other guy. They've got four names, as you said. So when defensive coaches and a lot of people see names, they worry about all the names. So there's there's some things to it. Also, Todd Bowles, is, Todd Bowles is a really good defensive coordinator, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Todd Bowles or in that defensive line, but I just, I'm not sure that it's quite what everybody thinks that it is. It, does that make sense? I mean, it does. It's definitely, it's definitely going to be one of those things where it might be a little overhyped, but especially with Casey's battered O line, it's it's going to be a a big question mark for sure. Um, I don't know what else. What else is there? Who, anything who else? Who do you really? think? Who do you think? So, if you had to pick an outlier to be Super Bowl MVP, so not Brady, not Mahomes. Yeah, I would say. There's probably a couple guys. Either Kelsey, I think, is probably a good a good option, just because if he has a big offensive day, it's gonna be that's probably gonna be one of the better, especially with the season he's had. They'll probably want to, you know, cap that off with a Super Bowl MVP. Um, and then I can also see Tyron Matthew, just if he plays a, a huge game, gets a pick or two, um, you know, who knows? But he might. I'd say for the defensive side, he'd probably be a, the best option. What do you think? Uh, I think Chris Jones on the defensive side of the ball has the potential if he goes out and gets two or three in a strip sack and really just they just completely lock up that Tampa offense. Uh, Chris Jones has the option on the defensive side of the ball, although it's super unlikely that anybody on the defense wins that award. It's almost unheard of yeah. at this point. Malcolm, um, what was it? Malcolm Smith did it a couple years with the. No, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown. I, I Malcolm gonna... Butler. Malcolm Butler from the Patriots. Sorry, you talking about Patriots off, off the pick? Off no, the I think pick it was on... no, it was the uh, Seahawks, the or, linebacker. I sorry, think. was that Malcolm Smith? I didn't think he won that. I swear. I, I sw- hold on. Super Bowl MVPs. Just look I swear up last some random Super Bowl MVP. Random That'll be best for player. Um. But on the and, and while you're looking Smith, it up, yeah, that was in 2014. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Yeah, I thought it was. And then uh, Von Miller ended up winning it in 2016. So well, that was the year they absolutely. Yeah, that was the year where the defense just carried them to the championship. So yeah, it's understandable. So, um, and then on the offensive side of the ball, it, pick your pick your weapon. Um, yeah, Tyree goes for. 275 again in a couple yeah, of touchdowns. That could, be, that could be crazy if he puts up a 200-yard, 300-yard day. Tyreek is an option. Uh, Travis puts up 15 catches and 170 and two or three, and they roll. Yeah, I mean, there's that's an option also. But I think at that point, it's hard to 
if they just go out and destroy him, it'll end up being Mahomes again. Yeah. So, Which, you know, if you're mind. making me pick away from the two basic the quarterbacks, I'm, I'm going Jones and Kelsey. Well, I guess if you're if we're going, you know, both sides of the ball or both both teams, who would you say on the Bucks if the Bucks won <laughs> besides Brady? See, I don't know that it could be anybody besides yeah, Brady. Yeah, I don't think it could be anyone else, won. to be honest, either. Just because him coming to a whole new team and, you know, the whole the whole storyline of him, especially with the, the storyline this week where he was going to wear number seven because he was chasing Super Bowl number seven. Unless uh, JPP or Shaq blows me away and goes in and decides to hang up, you know, six sacks and they yeah. just lock up the Chiefs and they only give up 20 points. Maybe Devin White. If he, you know, gets like 10, 15 tackles on the game, maybe a couple of tackles have, for loss or something. He'd have to have forced turnovers. Yeah, he'd have to have at least a turnover or two. But, you know, with he's, a, I like Devin White. He's a really, really good player. So. Oh, I, their linebackers are really good. The yeah. problem is they have to try to deal with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Fun. exactly, which is going to be tough between him and Levante David. I mean... I don't, well, I don't even and, think they. I don't even think they'll probably play a linebacker on them because they have so many talented DBs and safeties that they'd probably yeah, just bring one not, of them on them. You do that. We there's some really good articles about trying to guard Kelsey with anybody, and it's basically yeah. why he's unguardable. Yeah, there's there's the like thing. one guy that really gives him trouble, and his name's Derwin James. And unless your name is Derwin James, and unless you're six foot three and are <laughs> able to run with him and be that big body and do all those things, and even then it's hard. And, and if you watched the AFC title game um, NFL productions where they had the Chargers players watch the Chiefs-Bills game or the Chiefs-Browns game, sorry, it was the divisional round, not the championship game, where he broke Denzel Ward at the six. Yeah. I, I mean, D- Derwin's like, no, 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 no. Guarding tight ends, especially that dude, is way different than guarding receivers. Yeah, way different. So, so just- it's – He's a matchup nightmare. Yeah, it's, it's so impossible because he moves like a, a receiver, but he's so big and he's so. I've I've seen many parents call him like snake-like and like slippery. Like he's just mm-hmm. he really just like finds the soft spot and whatever you're doing and sits and there and manipulates it. And he just he it's so he's so like a such a smart player, you know. Like he just knows yeah. the whole. He knows where he is the the whole field, the spatial that's awareness. That's why they that's why they destroy zones. They yep. they both him and Tyreek find find openings in zones and when they're or on the scramble drill they just know how to get open they find a hole they find the soft spot they go where they know their quarterback's gonna find them and they get the ball yeah and it makes it really hard to play them on offense because it's schoolyard ball in some instances yeah. you've heard people talk about it especially because they give kelsey the freedom to make option routes all the time he's got multiple way goes at the top of his route tree on all kinds of different scenarios so yeah. it makes him really hard to cover because him and pat basically go by what they see by the defense and then they make the adjustments mid-play so it's it's a lot for defenses to worry about which makes playing linebacker or corner or safety on travis especially one-on-one almost impossible basically impossible yeah he's very unguardable i think one i just i was just looking it up here while you were talking antoine winfield jr because he was out versus the uh the packers and so he's gonna yep. be one of those guys where he's he's been a big playmaker, and that's probably a guy who they would at least want to test out on on Travis Kelsey. Yeah, but if he's not at 100, percent that's yeah, a problem. Exactly, that's and gonna be a massive problem for them. Levante David was also DNP DNP according to the injury report already this week mm. for this week. Now I'm assuming everybody's planning on playing next week, and they're yeah. just being cautious with them. 
but that tells me that those guys aren't full health right now if they're exactly. dnp dnp you know what i mean yep. so and and i don't if you're not full health right now for some of that stuff i don't know how much more full health you're going to be like there's just stuff that lingers throughout the year until you're done for a several month period so uh, i mean yes everybody's getting time off and everybody's getting healthier but we'll see where they're at yeah i i still think the chiefs go out and score a lot of points um yeah exactly and we'll break it down further for everyone uh next week sometime because we'll really go down and look up the look at the matchups and just look at really what the bucks can do to stop the chiefs which is uh spoiler alert not much can't do much um hope that you can score against them which you know i guess if anyone can do it the bucks can but we've also already seen this matchup in uh in the regular season so also, on that note, it was also, like, not week six. It was, like, week 12. Yeah. But I've so also like already heard the narrative the that, oh, well, it was early, it was, it was a ways back. That's what you said about Buffalo, too. But, all right. See, the anyway. problem with that is that the Chiefs players have also heard the narratives. <laughs> yeah, Chris Jones addressed <laughs> that in his press conference today, in case anybody missed that. Said uh, he takes personally most of the stuff he sees on Twitter. Yeah. So, <laughs> he, I mean, y'all, you guys, I, I, we've talked about bulletin board on this material on this podcast before yeah Um, enter at your own risk do with that what you will some of those guys read everything some of them read nothing some of those guys read everything yeah exactly including Mahomes Mahomes has talked about it too he was on the uh mm -hmm. what was the Dan Patrick show he was on I believe and he just it was right after they literally had Scotty Miller said it and then interviewed him after right (laughs) after Tyreek had tweeted about it yeah exactly and so that was a whole whole storyline that Mahomes had to address so you know, but they're I definitely you, very aware of the story of the of the narratives. Oh, the, well, this team has made it clear all year that they they know what the narratives are. Yeah, Mahomes likes counting things for a reason, and <laughs> he does everybody like everybody was saying that those twos that he held up, the two twos he held up, were for back to back AFC championship games. No, sir, that was for the him and Josh Allen were both number two in the voting of the second team all pro kids that's what that was oh i thought it um, might have been two and two is four because he was number four on the top 100 list uh yeah the twos were more about them both getting a vote for the second team all pro and having to share that title i think is what that was about but maybe i have to ask you the legacy conversation because there's so many legacies at stake here and so many yeah. things that could determine um Brady's seventh, Mahomes is second in the back-to-back. Back-to-back gets a lot of these guys basically, like your stars, basically locks them into a good shot at the hall. Yeah. Um, And then for Andy, man. Yeah, there's a lot of legacies on on, on the stage. And that's just the Chiefs side a little bit. I mean, I mentioned Brady, but there's a bunch of legacy stuff for the Bucks on that end too. Yeah. Like, Gronk still got the options to add more. AB gets what gets one. Um, yeah, either you know, funny, either Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell, or Le'Veon are, going to Bell. Get, are going to get a Super Bowl ring in, in two Steelers weeks. Steelers fans here. happy about that one. Yeah, Steelers, Steelers fans, fans are stoked about that one. <laughs> but yeah, legacies. I saw Tony Romo talking about it a little bit today about the the Brady versus Mahomes legacy here, and I think he ha- kind of has a point here where. Uh, if Brady does go ahead and win his seventh year versus Mahomes, I think it does almost close the door in tar- terms of uh, Mahomes almost catching. Because basically, Mahomes Rom- or Romo's whole argument was that if 
if Tom Brady wins, then he is going to be the go the greatest of all time, and there's no way that Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to catch him in any kind of. I think it would be extremely hard. Yeah, I think um, it would be extremely hard if you know Brady like you has win. a Super Bowl victory over Mahomes. You know. Well, I don't know. That makes it hard, but I think if it wasn't seven and he had one over him, yeah, it wouldn't seven be as big a of a deal. But it's it would be going from six and two to seven and one as far as how many they each have. Yeah, it would also give Brady the head to head overall three to two. They're probably not playing again. This is no. probably it. Yeah, exactly. This and is probably it would give him last... one at 43 years old. Yeah. Now, about the only way that Mahomes could top that after losing it is to win more and mm-hmm. win one nearly as late. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Which could still very much happen. Come into the, well, yeah, but then it has to be almost like, well, but he Brady did it with another team. Yeah, which... I don't know. That's so. So that will be. So that's where I say you have to win more if you're not going to go to a new team. Yeah, you like probably you have, have to, to win more, and you'd still have to win one late to do it. So, I I think that's a big thing. I also think that Andy gets this, and there becomes real conversations about <clears throat> him and Bill. Yeah, I think in turn, if I think right now Andy's probably, I would say he's top five head coaches of all time and i think if he wins he's probably up there at top two with bill belichick i think he's got to be close just for the sustained nature of yeah and in both conferences with multiple franchises yeah. only coach to ever go three straight title games now bill will obviously have the leg Post- up on him just because he has the super bowl wins but i mean by the way andy reed's still not done if we if I- we get one here we could get you know, a couple more in Andy well, Reid's career. And that's where I think that this is also that that I said that that's six two five seven one thing. It would be still six to one with Bill and 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 Andy. Yeah. But getting that second one now because he's not Patrick, he may not have twelve years. He's got at least five or six, but he yeah. may not have twelve. So if he gets to four or five, and he showed how good he was without Patrick, and then he's been this good with Patrick. That's something Belichick doesn't have because exactly. he not been good without Brady. Yeah. Go look. Go look. Six losing seasons. They missed the playoffs in the seventh. Not good. Yep. Very he's had, true. He's had one, and then with the Browns, I mean, you can go look at what he was with the Browns. <laughs> he, I, I just think that this means this game and the legacy conversation is huge, and that's where I think – we're going to see scorched earth Mahomes again because he knows. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's one of the biggest things that the fact that all these players know, like they all know what they're getting into. They've all been here before. Like they, I think, I think uh, it's going to be a, a show for sure. All right. What do you think about the national anthem? Okay. I like what do you the, think about the halftime show? I like the over on the national anthem, be- whatever the over, whatever the over is, take it because there's two national anthem performers this year. Like they're doing a, a duet type thing. Uh, oh, so that's going to so that's going to eat up some time between switching between Who's, two people. Who is it? No idea. Two random people, I think. Oh, well, but that's. I, I th- I'm pretty sure it's a guy by, and a girl. They to be sung by Phillies Jasmine Sullivan. I think. It's, and uh, I don't know who the second guy is actually. Phillies Jasmine Sullivan to sing national anthem duet at Super Bowl. 
the Hue, the H E A U X tails, the Hue tails. I don't. Not sure. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Either way, whatever whoever they are, I think they're definitely. Gonna be and ah, she's joining Eric Church. Oh. I don't know who that is, but. Uh, he's massive in country music. Well, right on. And she is an R&B artist. Okay, so you might, you know. Apparently, she put out "Bust Your Windows" in 2008. I don't know <laughs> anything about it, but never heard "Bust Your Windows." Must be a, must be a real. I guess hit, I'm gonna though. have to go. Guess I'm gonna have to go check that out. Yeah, I wonder how they landed the national anthem of all people. Well, Eric Church is because he's a massive country music star. I mean, he's one of the most known country music artists out right now. I, I've never heard of her before but that's probably me being not as in-depth in r&b as i yeah i don't know and then for the halftime show though we have the weekend which there's a bunch of halftime show props you can bet on the first song that he sings the first the last song that he sings and talk about how many songs a, a range of musical appearances in in the grouping you got country and r&b doing the national anthem together and then you have the weekend as the as the halftime show yeah i even see there's probably how many wardrobe changes will be made and then will ariana grande make an appearance oh that's good these are i like the halftime ones those are all those are all really good yeah really good especially with the weekend and the uh the song choices because who knows what that dude's gonna do? Yeah, like who knows where they're gonna go? To over start under that. on songs played is eight, so that might be interesting. And then yeah, there's a All bunch right. of different song options you can choose from. Last one, and this is the big one that I want to talk about for just a minute. What do we think this media day looks like that they're gonna do Monday? I think all Zoom based. How does how do we think that looks and plays and and is able to be done? Yeah, I'm not because... sure because media day normal media day is already like one of the most hectic things for players it's an absolute i mean it's a yeah it's a it's a storm like it's just (laughs) so hard to manage so i can't i can't i can't even imagine trying to do that with zoom and the latency and just you know all the delays i mean it's going to take forever that's going to be a that's going to be a trip for for all the players yeah and and if you if you don't know what super bowl media day looks like or you didn't see it last year or you want somebody's opinion who's like worked it I listened to Stacking the Box, Stacking the Box last night with Verderam, Matt Verderam and Mark Harmon from Fansided, and they were discussing um, Media Day. And Verderam is very happy that it's not happening in traditional form, because yeah. quote unquote idiots in costumes asking questions like Frank Clark, will you marry me? And then he added some <laughs> colorful language about how I'm not happy those kinds of things are, because it's really hard for guys like him trying to do his like job, yeah. which I get. But at the same time, that night, that media night is there for all of that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much just anything crazy. goes. Enjoy it and, and it, man, does anything go. All kinds of stuff happens at that. You're, you're basically, as, as a franchise, just hoping everybody makes it through media day without saying something stupid. That's yeah. basically what you're <laughs> Please, nobody, say anything dumb. Give them any material. Say, be any, just, just don't. Just be... Have fun, be yourselves, but let's not let's not in, do anything crazy, guys. Exactly. That's basically how it goes. So on Zoom calls, I think it's going to give the teams more control, which yeah, good and bad. You're not going to get as much fun stuff or interesting questions or crazy people wearing costumes asking them or yeah, or any like of that celebrities kind of popping stuff. in and just you know 
and That's... guys walking up behind behind other guys and yeah asking them questions in their interview because the players did that and were walking around with their acting like interviewers they had they yeah. had cold do it for the chiefs last year as he was walking around interviewing guys yeah i believe like he, he might have been holding the camera at some at one point <laughs> yeah tyree i think tyreek did as yeah. a joke on his touchdown celebration so i'm gonna miss kind of the fun stuff that we're gonna see but uh from a player's perspective i think they're probably gonna not be mad since this is the yeah, second it'll one probably be a lot nicer all for that them. last year and they're like okay great we did all that but we really just want to play the game right now yeah like they're going to be able to do that this year. They're not going to, they, once they do their, that zoom circus on whatever that looks like on Monday or <laughs> how they set that up, it's going to be pretty much business as yep. going forward. Which might be nice, like, you know, just eliminates all the distractions, keeps their mind, you know, kind of focused and ready. I think it'd probably be all the, a, a lot better experience. Yeah. And it leaves all the distractions and nonsense and crazy stuff up to the people it should be for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly us and all of you guys listening and everybody at home and that's what this this next week and a half is about and if you're a chiefs fan i just want to say this enjoy this this is not normal yeah this, this is stuff does very not much happen. not normal just especially, cruising to a Super Bowl appearance especially right here. in a year where it was supposed to be a you were supposed to be a letdown because it was your first one in 50 and you guys aren't supposed to know how to do it again and it's a pandemic and you didn't have that and this and that and the other and all those things and yes everybody's dealing with the pandemic and that's what and that's part of it but like this was supposed to be an easy year for them to just oh not focus not worry about no these guys these guys talked about it and they were apparently very serious about it they want dynasty they're counting rings they're (laughs) not worried about anything else when it's the season it's go time so if you're a chiefs fan embrace this love this and enjoy this and let's worry about enjoying ourselves and less about everybody else being insane it's fun to laugh at the crazy takes that you guys everybody sees and the silly stuff and whatnot but don't get upset you're gonna hear it more and more as we go if they keep winning it's just gonna get worse yeah exactly might as well just enjoy it and, and embrace it i talked about the villain thing it's gonna be fun yeah, exactly. The Patriots experienced it for many, many years, and we were a lot of us were on the other side of that. You mm-hmm. know? So yeah, we know what we know. It's this. like on the outside. I tweeted about this the other day to uh, a a member of the Patriots fan base that's kind of ingrained himself into Chiefs kingdom, crushing Natty. Um, we had a conversation a couple weeks ago about Chiefs fans starting to learn what Patriots fans felt like for twenty years. Yeah, and. That day is coming and coming quickly. It's been happening, and it didn't take near as long with the Chiefs to get no, old. No, it came, it came very quickly. So, yeah, just uh, just enjoy what you're watching and enjoy one of the golden ages in Chiefs football, guys. Yep. It's a, definitely a, a fun ride for us all to be on. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching, listening, whatever you're doing. Just join us on this uh, wonderful ride that we're going on before the Super Bowl. We'll be back next week. We might have a special guest on. We might do uh, some more draft talk maybe. I don't know. There's a lot lot of, lot of coverage to be had. I think next week we go only Super Bowl. I don't think we'll be doing much draft talk. But I am, There's a lot of stuff to talk about. I am anticipating some guests next week, so keep your eyeballs open. And maybe some new faces, maybe some familiar faces. See how yep. that goes. So thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. 
Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.